Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today we have Mango Juice. Mango Juice is a psychedelic music project out of South Florida that writes and produces all of their own music. I had such a great time when I sat down with these guys. They are so much fun and so humble. While talking with them and then thinking about the interview afterwards, I got super excited because I realized that it was bands like this that made me want to start this podcast in the first place. Super talented guys that are hardworking and just need that extra platform for everyone to hear about them. I couldn't have been more happy to have them on my podcast. Definitely remember their name because I kind of feel like we'll be seeing and hearing much more about Mango Juice. Okay, so we're here with Mango Juice. I wanted to go around and have everybody introduce themselves and their age and what you do in the band. So we'll start with Okay, ben. my name is Ben yeah. Chand. Um, I'm 19 years old, and I'm the guitar player and backup vocalist for Mango Juice. Uh, I'm Devin Lojeski. I am the drummer. I'm 26 years old. And I'm Tristan Andreu. I'm 20 years old, and I'm the guitarist and lead vocalist. Uh, I'm Andrew Deschner. I'm 19, and I play the bass. Okay. And so you have an original name. Uh, what's the meaning behind it, or how'd you come up well, with it? That's, that's, <laughs> not, that's Tristan's story. Well, so when we when we were like first starting out, I, Ben and I would jam, uh, just us two at first, and we were slowly like, you know, we'd have our friends come over to my house where we jam, and. Uh, at around the same time, we had, like, uh, I brought home a bunch of cases of mango juice mm -hmm. from where my mom worked. She, they had just given it to us, and my entire refrigerator was basically mango juice for, like, four months. And when we were thinking of a name, um, who, who was it that said? Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. She said, um, she was like, you know what, a good name would be mango juice because you have so much in your fridge. <laughs> There and was it was all over like there was so much of this mango it was juice man there insane. was so much of it and yeah that's that's basically where the the name came from the rest is history yeah, yeah. I've never had mango juice though is it good it's yeah. oh yeah, yeah. the like, stuff that we had was like cream like so mango good. <laughs> it was like a little thick too it was pretty good I was addicted to the mango salsa at Chili's for a while <laughs> on the chicken the chicken mango whatever it's called. So what got you, got you to um, into music, and um, how'd you guys get started, and how do you guys know each other? Um, so we all, it's very circumstantial, I think. Like, I've known Andrew since I was a child, and, like, we, especially, like, early on, we were in, like, the sixth grade in middle school. We bonded a lot over music, okay. especially metal music, like, bands like Megadeth and Metallica. Okay. This and we put me on to Metallica. Yeah, and um, we we always talked when we were like super young that we were gonna form a band one day, and it just never happened. I guess mm -hmm. like I I had started taking guitar seriously when I was about fourteen, mm -hmm. thirteen ish, and he had just started playing bass like a year or two ago. So like now we can actually make it a reality. Mm -hmm. um, Tristan is a friend from high school, and um, after we had graduated. I had started coming over to his house because he had posted a picture of his, like, pedal board. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I don't have a pedal board. I don't want to use that. So we started jamming. And about six months after that, we kind of jokingly, like, this, the band started out kind of as a joke. We didn't think it was actually going to become a band. Right. 
Um, we had another friend, Nicole. Shout out, Nicole. Um, she was playing bass. And uh, we kind of just made satire music. Mm-hmm. It, it was, like, completely a joke. And it was like that for, like, five or six months. And um, so I, I deliver pizza at Papa John's. So does Devin. Oh, it's my and... daughter's favorite restaurant. She, she's going to come running out of her room. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I had been working there for about eight months, and I had never spoken to Devin, because he's very intimidating, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He was was super intimidating to me, and, like, I got Tristan to to start working there. So at one point, us three were all delivering pizza there, and there was another employee there that had told me that Devin played the drums, and I literally thought he was joking, Mm -hmm. because, like, (laughs) you wouldn't expect someone, like, as quiet as Devin, like, be, like, the beast on the drums, but, so... Again, I was super intimidated by Devin, so I'm like, Tristan, go over there and ask him if he wants to join our band. And so... You didn't even have to audition. He just, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> like, do you want to join it? He kind of just, like, kind of just, like, invited him to jam. Yeah. Just and after him. the first time, we were like, yeah, there's no way we're letting him leave. <laughs> no, it's funny that um, you were saying that you guys were so into, like, such hard music, because your music is not so hard. Right. It's, it's very, like, I was listening to it because I wanted to, you know, get accustomed to, and plus Mackenzie had been told to me how good your music is. And so, um, you guys remind me of a band that I'm hoping you can tell me who it is. And it's not the Wallows because we thought maybe earlier today that that's who it was. And I played you guys while I made dinner and I played you guys while we ate dinner so that (laughs) my husband could help me figure out what band it was you reminded me of. So what band is it that you guys think you're like closest to like your what what you sound like? Oh man, I asked myself the same question. <laughs> I would, I think I'm just gonna say what everyone else is thinking, and I'm okay. just gonna go ahead and say Tame Impala is probably yeah. our biggest main influence. I would say, okay. and I I don't want to point any fingers, but I think this is Tristan because Tristan is like yeah. a huge fanboy for Tame Impala, and um, yeah, like that sound is very like. He wrote some of the earliest material. Tristan wrote the earliest material for mm-hmm. Mango Juice, and we just kind of decided, like, this was the direction we wanted to go right. in. And that's another thing for me is, like, I was always playing, um, growing up um, through high school, I was always playing metal. Like, that's, every time I pick up a guitar, it's what I default to. I just go, gug, 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 every time. And so when we started jamming, that was, like, the biggest challenge for me was to get over that roadblock of like having to play guitar in a different style that was completely foreign to Mm -hmm. me and i i like the challenge i like the sound it's completely new to me Mm -hmm. you know it's probably not new to tristan but the whole the whole like exploration of this genre of music is like very fresh to me so i find it really fun that's great you definitely have a very unique sound which i can appreciate because it shows such originality and i mean i really i wouldn't it's like I told my kid when who she's helping me with this whole podcasting. I told her, we're not booking just any bands. They have to be approved by me. Like, I don't want to be known for this, you know, mother that's just having any band. Like, they have to be something that I legitimately think can possibly be something. And I do. I think you guys are great. I really do. And I'm not just saying that. Thank you. So as far as, like, I know you said that he writes most of the, um, like, the, the beginning songs, but... What's the process for your writing? Um, so usually it will start off with either Tristan, one of these three guys <laughs> will make like a riff, tar riff or bass riff or something. And then we'll kind of just 
free form, jam it out at practice. Oh, okay. and Put the puzzle pieces together. Yeah, yeah after a few weeks of that, we kind of start falling into doing certain things at certain points and mm-hmm. kind of becomes more of a song and then just try to write it, try yeah. to put some kind of lyrics on it. Right. And, like, yeah. Like, a lot of our, our songs started out as just completely improvised jams. Okay. Yeah. Um, like there's one song on our EP, um, Before the Monsoon, that for a pretty long time, like at least um, a month or two, was just something that we just pull out at practice. Mm-hmm. And then it eventually, like, we, I looked at them and I was like, guys, this has to be a song. And we made it, we recorded it, and now it's on the EP. Yeah, but still, every time I play that song, it's it's different every time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We never played the same. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. That that definitely um, shows your artistic, you know, and creativity, where, where you can just make it sound the same, but it's not really the same. But others probably don't even know that, though. They probably yeah. are like, oh, yeah. So, okay, so um, we kind of went over this, but just so that, you know, we can be clear for people that are listening. <laughs> if nobody has ever heard your music, what would you describe it as? Uh, like a mix between, like, psychedelic rock, but a lot of pop influence also. Yeah, it's very psychedelic poppy. Psychedelic pop. Very poppy. Yeah. I would yeah. call it, like, pop rock with, like, sprinkles of, like, noise and kind of yeah. psych and... Shoegazy, a little bit. I don't, I don't like to throw that word around because it's such, like, it's such a broad <laughs> yeah. statement. But yeah, we we like to experiment with like really weird sounds. So, what kind of image is it that you want your music to convey? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, I guess mostly. I mean, we just. I think I think like when I listen to our music, I think it's very unique. And it, I I would imagine, like, if I was a listener, mm-hmm. I would want to feel a sense of individuality listening to it. I want to listen, like, I want to listen to it and think, like, wow, I feel really special for being into this music <laughs> because this is so different. Right. And it just, like, it feels right on the inside and it feels just different and unique. And that's all that that's important to me is that people find individuality from our music and an inspiration. Yeah, I definitely did. I, definitely I appreciate did. that. Awesome. So, so, like, your families, are they musically inclined, or, like, are you guys the first musicians in the family? Ah, uh, my family has quite a few musicians. My uncle was a touring keyboardist, piano player. Okay. Um, and then both my brothers, growing up, we've always jammed. One of my brothers is a bass player, okay. the other one's a guitar player, so we've always just, every time we get together, we make music, just have fun. I would say I'm the only musician in my family besides my brother who kind of played bass for a while, but he's not really like, right. like a, he doesn't play a lot. So it, it's kind of sucks because, you know, like I have to get all of my equipment on my own mm-hmm. and I can't just kind of freeload off of like my dad. Like I know some, some guys, I'm friends with some guys, they have musician fathers, mm-hmm. musician mothers. They have awesome gear right. and it's just laying there and they get to use it whenever they want. And I get, I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, my kids' band got lucky because they all had us parents, and they just kind of had to show up. We were the bank, the piggy banks. We were the roadies. <laughs> we were the gig getters. We were the everything. I wish. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my my parents aren't musicians. I mean, my dad plays saxophone a little bit, but they're definitely super supportive, and they're a big influence in like mm-hmm. my music that I listen to. Okay, yeah. that's kind of especially my dad just. Growing up, the stuff that he put me on was, I think, 
definitely all the stuff I listen to now right. is because of that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the same deal for me. My dad, he's possibly like the biggest musical influence that I have in my life, even though he doesn't play any instruments and neither does my mom. Um, he's, his music taste was like passed down from him to me, mm-hmm. basically. And that's where I get a lot of my influence from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. My dad was always playing Pink Floyd and Super Tramp and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. Like the so, classic rock. Yeah. yeah. So, so awesome. You know, dad rock. <laughs> when I was really, really young, like three or four years old, I was exposed to like metal, like super early in my life mm-hmm. by my brother would um, drive me to preschool, like, playing System of a Down on the radio. Oh, jeez. <laughs> System still, of a Down. I still love those records so much. I still listen to them a lot today. They were great. Yeah. But my, if you ever talk to my daughter, she'll tell you, she remembers when she was this big, me just jamming out to 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> like, and she would be like, are you playing so loud, Mom? <laughs> I had no idea there was a kid in the backseat. I was just lost in my song. <laughs> so um, you guys all play instruments. Are they the first instrument instruments that you learned, or did you pick up another instrument first and then decide it wasn't for you? Or, well, yeah, actually, because um, when we were kids, like when we were in like middle school, we were Ben and I were learning guitar around the same time. Like, but he he advanced a lot more quickly than I did, and I just I didn't have the patience for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, forget <laughs> this, you know. And I really didn't touch any musical instrument for however long that was and then i kind of just my girlfriend she had an old bass guitar Mm -hmm. in her bedroom and i was like let me just can i take that and i did and i restrung it and everything and i started learning and um yeah and then i told ben and he just invited me over i i didn't i didn't have to say anything i was just like man do you want to join a band? And he said yes, like instantly. I was like, oh, dude, when he sent me that text, I was like, oh, man, they're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> no, but, like, for real, though, he got really good really quickly. It I mean, he crazy. fit in so fast, and it, it was – I was really scared because when he had when he came for the first time to, to come practice with us, I was like, oh, man, this is – who knows how this is going to go. <laughs> and it was actually okay, and he got good quickly, like very quickly. That first, like, audition, I, I completely bombed it. Was... Not too bad. You're still around. Well, I mean, well, that's, that's <laughs> what surprised me. I was like, I, I walked out, and I was like, oh, dude, that sucked. Like, I'm definitely not getting, like, a text back. And then somehow I did, and I was like, okay. And I kind of just... They saw the potential. I guess so. I mean, clearly, I guess. And, I, you know, I had to force myself to improve, you know, hanging out with the mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you, um, the guitarist for my daughter's band, he lives, eats, breathes, drinks, pees, everything guitar. (laughs) Like, yes. Dude, he's a beast. He is one of the best guitarists that I have ever seen. And we've, I've known Nick since, like, Mackenzie and him were in another band together. They were put together in school in a band. And I have seen that kid grow into, like I said, one of the best guitar players I've ever yeah, seen. he's like, a monster. He's... I um, I had a guitar class with him in senior year. That's where I met him, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, just watching him play, like, he's so so smooth. Like, yeah. his, his phrasing and everything, his, his technique is so smooth, and, like, I wish I could play like that. But he but... worked at it. That's the oh, thing. Oh, for he sure. Worked. He would have one instructor who would teach him jazz guitar, leave the house as the um, classic rock guitar instructor was arriving to the house, like... <laughs> 
and it was literally every day. And then when it, when it wasn't them, it was him playing with the band, like practicing mm-hmm. with the band. It's, yeah. So, I mean, I'll tell you, that's one, one kid that just completely shocked me and impressed me. So I got to give it up to Nick Lawton there. Oh so, yeah. No, he's really good. So what do you guys enjoy most about being musicians? That moment when everything comes together when you're practicing, that moment when just everything locks in Mm -hmm. and it just makes sense, it's so beautiful. I mean, it happened today. We practiced like 30, no, not 30, like two hours ago. Mm -hmm. And um, we got got into it and it just felt so great. It feels great every time. Mm -hmm. It never gets old. Yeah. Just fun. The freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just kind of do whatever you want. You guys seem to vibe good together, which is like really great too. I think That's so, probably yeah. why you guys have your songwriting so, down so good. Like you just come up with a song. Like yeah. I know bands that just write the song, the lyrics, mm-hmm. and then they try to put the the music with it. But um, yeah, yeah, no. There's like something about finding the chemistry when we're like jamming together. Like mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that like we always have trouble with is like figuring out where to stop but like sometimes we'll get it we'll get it right and that's like you know we're just like building more on that chemistry of you know like just figuring out like how we like to structure things and how we like the other person plays right if something doesn't feel right with mm-hmm. something that we're working on it does not if the project is not finished right. the way we don't like it it has to be it has to be right do you guys ever disagree with all like, the time. Yeah, with, with, all yeah. the time. Yeah. So yeah, you should see our group chat. For <laughs> it's a war zone sometimes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, because I'm sure that you've got a certain sound of mind and he's got a certain sound of mind. And then it's just, I mean, how long does, how are you able to typically talk through it, get through it like quickly oh, yeah. or? There's a lot oh. of compromise, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's a ton of compromise, but yeah. Ultimately, I think we're all very happy with, like, the end product of what we make. I think I I wouldn't feel satisfied with something that I feel good about, but if my bandmate has to play something he's not too stoked on, it bums me out. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. And And people can sense that. For sure. Yeah. And it's got to be something that we'd all listen to. Right. Like, if if all of us, like, if there's one person that wouldn't listen to it, and then we got to, like, fix it, figure it out, Mm -hmm. like, how, how can we make it so that all of us would enjoy it because if all of us enjoy it, then hopefully, you know, people that are listening to it are going to enjoy it. Right. All. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge one. So you guys are still at Papa John's, the two of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do you guys work now? Currently? I am unemployed. <laughs> this is my job. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask how you guys, you know, handle working and doing your music and everything. Like you just uh, right now, it's not terrible. I'm going to start class again in a couple of days. So, who knows how hard that's going to get, but for yeah. now it's, it's not that hard. Yeah. Just be, you know, I work three days a week and then we practice like twice a week. And okay. It's not, it's not that hard for right now. Right. But. I commute from Miami just to, just to jam with these guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Hopefully it's North Miami. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like downtown. It's, not, okay. it's FIU campus. Oh, okay. Stuff, so, but you know, it's worth it. It's always yeah. worth it. Yeah. It's, so as far as the music industry goes, what would you guys like, have you ever discussed it or if you ever had it on your mind, what you would want to change in the industry? Mm. Oh man. I don't know if that's like something we'd. Yeah. I don't think I've given that much thought. Yeah. I would say the rights to music and being paid for your art. I feel like streaming streaming services or 
it's a really big issue right now, and mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of musicians talk about it, but nothing actually happens. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's ever going to get better. No. I, I I think we're too far gone. Yeah, I have to, to agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Sadly. It's a shame. Merch is important. Buy merch. That is. If you go to a yeah. show, buy a t-shirt yeah. or something. It doesn't something. even have to be a t-shirt. Yeah. It could be a beanie or a hat <laughs> or a CD. If people still use CDs. That's the way all your favorite indie bands make the money. It's true. Like us. All the merch. Another thing the parents all pay for. But okay, we've got <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I will probably say, all, this This is completely self-funded. Like, <laughs> it's very, It's if you get into music as a hobby, it's expensive. It's very Not expensive. Cheap. It's very expensive, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Yeah. It is. The satisfaction is like... You spent your whole paycheck on it, and it's like, but look, that whole hour of fun. That's like, too real. Yeah. That's too real. So what would you describe success looks like to you guys? Um, For me, it would just be paying the bills with music. Okay. Yeah. 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 Not you work at Papa John's anymore. Okay. Yeah. yeah, living sustainably. Yeah. And I guess more importantly, success to me is like being satisfied mm -hmm. with the way things turn out. So I might like maybe I'm not rich, maybe I'm not wealthy, maybe I can barely pay the, pay the bills. But if I'm really satisfied with mm -hmm. the way everything came out, yeah, that's success. Yeah, to me. yeah, exactly. That's what makes you happy. And yeah, yeah it's okay. So, um, what type of recording process do you use, and who produces your music? And do you do it yourselves or? This yeah, guy's an engineer, right? Wow. Now. This is the engineer. Come on. That's our inside joke. Uh, oh, it is. <laughs> so, um, with our EP, we it was completely independent. Uh, we recorded, mixed, mastered everything. Devin, we, Devin's no, you're well, we well, okay. Well, we did like ninety percent of the work. My brother-in-law mastered. Okay. Because I politely asked, I was like, "Hey, can you master our? Uh, I know you wanted to work on something we got, but." Um, Everything else was completely done uh, at Devin's house. He has a little home studio. Okay. Oh, you do? Cool. So just turned our garage into a spare room, and then after a few years, I decided to turn it into a little studio. And okay. Made some custom-made acoustic treatment all on the nice. walls and stuff. Is that where you guys practice at now? No. no. The room's too small. It yeah, is. It's, okay. it's tight for yeah. a full band, so we practice in Tristan's garage. Yeah. It's a lot more space. Okay. It works well for, yeah. for our purpose. Yeah. The typical garage band. Yeah. Yeah. Good sound. Either way, we're in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I want to know a story behind one of your songs, like any song that has a good story behind how it was written. Well, these are our writers here. Okay, you know, I guess. Brains. We could do, like, Cat's Coffee, uh, like, especially the solo, how the, like, we were just jamming one time. And then this the solo for Cat's Coffee just came out of his yeah. fingers. So, yeah, so Cat's Coffee, um, it's one of our more popular songs, <laughs> if I can even say that. But um, I wrote the lyrics to that song. It's about my first date with my girlfriend, Catherine. Okay. And um, basically, I picked her up in my Miata. <laughs> and we went and we drove down to the airport to watch the planes mm -hmm. land. And we were really close and... Um, that was loosely what the lyrics are based on. And yeah, when we were practicing the song, I had come up with the, um, the little main little riff. And uh, we practiced on it for a while. And we, we were having trouble with that song for a long time. Mm -hmm. We didn't really know what we wanted to do with it. We didn't know if it was actually going to end up being 
a song on the EP. There's a lot of versions of that song on my computer. Were, oh, yeah, really? it's yeah. it. It was a really hard thing to go through with, especially um, recording the vocals and getting the melody for it. That was one of the biggest challenges <laughs> I remember. That took months. We had mm-hmm. every song had a melody over it, and then every time we we discussed like how are we going to sing over this guitar riff, and it, it just changed every time, and it never sounded right until it finally did. Okay. And um, the guitar solo. It's the only song on the EP, I guess, with the real... Oh, no, there, there's a guitar solo in Lemon Drop, but yeah, I guess with, like, the big ending solo type of mm-hmm. deal, that's the only song with the guitar solo on it, and uh, it just came out at practice. Oh. Just basically the way it is on the EP is yeah. how it came out at practice. Oh. Yeah. Okay. For the solo. For the solo. Okay. So, I, that's probably your girlfriend's favorite song, then? <laughs> uh, I think she told me once her favorite song was Lost His Mind. It changes a lot. She's like our biggest fan. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and it, yeah. it's always a different song. So, um, speaking of favorite songs, which one is your guys' favorite song that you released? For me, it's easy. I think Before the Monsoon is like my mm-hmm. favorite song that we have. And it's our only instrumental as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that one, that one we actually recorded it live. We didn't, like all the other songs, we did the guitar takes and uh and different takes for each like instrument this one was live and i think we did it in like two takes and oh, that's wow. what ended up on the on the ep really because that, that's the one that's the one that we like the most like that was a take when we were like all right there's there's nothing else that we gotta do we just gotta keep that that's at the awesome. end of the song you can actually hear me go that was great you guys yeah. <laughs> oh, i love that kind of stuff though i love when the song i cringe end, every time i hear that it. I'm like shut up <laughs> So is there a certain song that you guys just don't like performing or? No, I think playing? they're all really fun. I don't yeah. know about yeah. these they're all, they're all pretty fun. Yeah. I love our set list. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. I have to see you guys live then. Yeah, it's a spectacle. Definitely. We're trying to book more shows. We need to get out what we can get. Yeah. Well, I, I'll give you a list of places since I'm no longer the booking manager for my dog. <laughs> that amazing. Well, that's why I started this. I got bored. I was like, I got to do something. And I find it so interesting. And I also am like, like kind of shocked at some of these bands that are out there that nobody knows of. So I said, I need to start something for these bands. So, because yeah. there's so many that are good that, that are just like playing in their garage that nobody knows about, you know, especially and down here. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many. And I'm even finding more now that I started this and I'm just like, what the, where, where have these people been? Like there's one band I found in Palm Beach, and I'm hoping to have them on as well. But um, I went running into the bedroom with my husband. I was like, did you hear this band? And he's like, oh, I've been looking for bands too. He's like, uh, did you hear Trample, Trample by Turtles? And I'm like, yes, they've got over 60,000 followers. That's not what I'm about right now. Trample by Turtles. But, yeah. What a name, Trample right? by Turtles. That's I, interesting. Yeah. Do you know how many turtles that would take? <laughs> oh, gosh. So, okay, so if you have your fans remember one thing about you guys, what would it be? Probably our life performance. For yeah. sure. We just want to, yeah, we want to put on a good show. Yeah. We want to make sure people have fun and, you know, walk out. Because, like, when, when you go to a show, like, you're going for a show, you're going to, like... You're going to have fun. Yeah, you're going to have fun. So that's definitely what we want to do when, when we perform live. Yeah. yeah. People be for the, I, impressed and, I personally, when I go to a show... I want to feel like I'm a part of the band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so important. That is so important to me. Yeah. Um, I'm still working on it with the, the mango juice shows because 
I'm a little shy, but you know, when it comes time to talk to the crowd, I really want them to feel like they're a part of what's happening. Right. And that's really special. Every time you go to a show and and the singer is saying, "Oh, ladies and gentlemen," everyone's going, "Yeah!" It's so amazing. <laughs> it's true. And it's so much fun. And yeah, like Andrew said, it's all about having fun yeah. at the show. It is. And that's a that's probably one of the more more interesting challenges that we have is. Like, we're four kind of shy dudes, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all in a band together, like, putting on these performances, so it's like... It's like, who's going to lead us? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really stepping out of our comfort zones. Yeah, trying to break all out egos on. Yeah. shells. Mm-hmm. Trying to... There's so many musicians, like, famous musicians that are actually very shy that just get out there, and I don't know how they do it. Because I'm very outgoing, but I would never be able to get on stage and perform for anybody. But I'll talk to anybody, anybody at all. I'll talk to them. But yeah, it's it, and it's funny because you say that um, about the drummer thing. Like you had no idea because he was so shy, and that's how my daughter's yeah, super shy too. But she's a drummer. I wouldn't call Devin shy. He's just <laughs> so quiet and like self kept. And you should see him at work. Like he's got this like resting face that is just like it's work. It's but but like to someone that isn't Devin, like it was genuinely so intimidating. I I worked with him for seven months, never spoke a word to him, and now now we're in a band together. That's pretty cool. And how long ago did you guys get together? I don't know if we went over that. Um, I think we've been a band for about a year. About a year, but Devin Devin joined in like May, and yeah, like May of 2021, and then Andrew was like a month later or something like that. But Tristan and I, I guess made mango juice around december 2020 but at yeah. the like i said at the time it was just kind of right before just... covid or was it before COVID? no it was, it was right like, after COVID. During, yeah. oh, we geez. started we started jamming together yeah, yeah. during COVID. great time to start a band yeah right <laughs> so um how do you guys feel about doing covers oh we well, love yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah we, we currently have few covers on our set oh you do what kind yeah. of which ones do you guys do Okay, well, we have, what was it, four covers? Yeah. So we have an Arctic Monkeys cover. Oh, I cover. love Arctic Monkeys. We have a Pixies cover. Oh, I love the Pixies, too. We have a Deftones cover, and we have a Tame Impala cover. Of course. Okay. We used to have two Tame Impala covers. <laughs> we busted we're out working one on, after the other. We're working on a new one. Yeah. Yes. Surprise? Surprise. Yes, yeah, surprise. Come to our show. I will. I will. I think people will be very surprised okay. by this one. They're gonna love it, though. Did you guys hear the news about the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones today? I did not. Oh, they broke up. Really? Forty oh. years together. Wow. I haven't broke that news to wow. my husband yet, though. Oh, <laughs> retired or broke up? They broke up. They broke. So up. They're, they're still. I was reading the article when you guys knocked on the door, so oh, I don't know sad. all the details yet. Oh, That's no. why my husband doesn't so, know yet. It's such a shame when bands break up. Yeah. Yeah, it is, especially with the ones that have been together for forty years. And like you said, it's not retired. They're saying they broke up after 40 years together. Wow, and I'm like, oh, oh my rough. God. So if it wasn't for this band, what do you guys think you would be doing? <laughs> I'd still be figuring my life out. I just, <laughs> I'd be confused every day. I'd wake up with, <laughs> I'd wake up with no intention of product productivity. I just, I have no idea what I'd be doing right now, to be honest. This is what I look forward to every week. Yeah. I'd probably still be trying to make like crappy little production stuff on my computer. Well, it's definitely not crappy what you no, do what, now. It so. is <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a full band with me yeah, before. I was just yeah. doing it by myself. Yeah. So what's a typical day look like for you guys? Together? Yeah, or individually. 
Uh, it's pretty boring, not gonna lie. It's pretty boring. We get, uh, we all were really bad at getting together on time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like today, for example. Yeah. We were gonna, we were gonna meet at one. You know, just I think we didn't start. Two, we're gonna play two, yeah. Two thirty. Yeah. That's what happens when you get a bunch of guys together. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, two of us didn't get sleep until like six a.m. <laughs> it's been a long day, and we we so have six a.m. No, you guys knew you had this podcast. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when you don't sleep, it it messes everything up, because mm-hmm. then you, it just completely messes up your schedule. Like we were supposed to meet up, like you said, at one today. I don't think we actually started playing anything until two thirty. Yeah, that's yeah. not that bad though. Yeah, it could yeah. be worse. I've heard worse. But then after after we're done, we just kind of go home. We usually go to work right afterwards. Okay. Yeah. We work pretty tight schedules. We try to fit in band practice as much as we can, and I usually just go straight to work after. Yeah. Or if we're not playing music together, we're at home figuring something out to play for the next time we're together yeah. or something. Yeah. Figuring out something for the band, either the merch or right. where to play a show. Or yeah. There's always something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um, definitely agree with the merch, though. Everybody has to go out and buy the merch. And look at the beautiful <laughs> blue color. I love this blue. It's like a heathered. Yes. I love it. Exactly. I love it so much. This is our first shirt. I love it. <laughs> Must be one of my favorites. So, um, you guys already said your biggest inspiration was who again? I guess our yeah, like Tame Impala. Tame Impala is our yes. main our main inspiration for our sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I don't personally take huge inspiration from Tame Impala. Like I'm my favorite band is Mastodon. Uh, another favorite band of mine is Deftones. I love those bands. Mm-hmm. They're very different than what we do. I, I love mm-hmm. heavy music. So does Andrew. So right. does Devin. We, right. take, uh, we take little influences from everything, like little pieces of things that we all like yeah. and starts to blend together. Like, like together kind of mesh bit. it all together. To make your own, your own thing? Yeah. 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 So I, we touched a little on this too um, with how hard like it is in the local scene here. Mm-hmm. And so um, like, how do you feel about that? Like, Does it make you like want to... like? Get out there, be a little bit more obnoxious, knocking on the doors. And... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. still kind of an infant band. We have only played two shows, and one of them wasn't, Andrew wasn't even there. Yeah. So we, we're wow. still honestly learning about all this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we, I recently just learned that there is a scene mm-hmm. in South Florida. There is. And it's, like a whole it's new world. apparently very strong. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't really know any of the bands. I don't think any of us. Well, do. I will be happy to help you guys with that. That's what I'm here for because, yes, and awesome. like I said, I think you guys are great. And I have um, some, well, one very important guy that follows the podcast. And I've already reached out to him and told him I have one coming out that you, you might be interested in these guys because oh, wow. it's a different sound. So, um, yeah, no, I uh, definitely, that's, like I said, that's why I did this and um, anything I can do to help. Like, you can always reach out to me, like, even, oh, I even, I'll obviously remember you, but, um, yeah, like I said, I'm bored, and I'm not getting any gigs for anybody else right now, so. We'll take all the help we can get. Yeah, for real. So, um, yeah, do you have any favorite local bands? Favorite local bands? Well, there was a band that was, that was really, I, I'm not sure if I should even say this, but um, yeah. there is a, there's a friend of the band, uh, another band called Strange Wave. And they recently kind of had a little thing going on. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure if they're even a band anymore, oh. but they were pretty close to our band. And okay. we, mm-hmm. we planned for a long time to play a show with them, and it just never happened. Right. But, yeah, we went to see them rehearse a million times, and 
they really they put it on they were great yeah yeah another another pretty good band is uh, uh i like pulp love uh they're a band out of uh um okay uh shout out bennett i've met you like once but <laughs> you're pretty cool um yeah they're they're like so this like funk jazz fusion kind of band oh i love that kind of music they're, yes they're, they're very cool there's another one i believe she's going to be on the podcast also i think she's out of fiu hmm. f f you F-I-U, F-I-U. Yeah. have you heard of page p-a-i-i-g-e no she's incredible she's absolutely incredible like her voice is like nothing you'll ever hear like it, it's amazing so um but you said um so that made me because mm-hmm. i know that she's played at things at um and right. um she's part of the scene that you yeah. guys just spoke up <laughs> so um, yes the scene so i have like this certain because i'm a mom you know i call myself stage mom well i was a stage mom and i was also you know the roadie everything um <laughs> Until I turned the minivan in, and then she, my daughter was like, "How are we getting my drama?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "We didn't even think about that." Yeah, so we had like two two different cars. It was awful. So um, I have this part of my podcast where it's you can tell mom anything. Trust me, I'm not gonna be creepy. So, um, what kind of sacrifices have you guys made to make this happen? Um, a lot of time yeah. sacrifice. Time, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Especially with the money. Oh my money. God, so much money. We've spent who knows how much money on gear. It's it's kind of scary to like think about how much money we've spent, but I mean, but it's cool. It's, every it's time, all worth it. Every yeah. time you walk into the garage, you're like, this is legit. Yeah, like, we, we have a nice setup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. For a band that's only been together about a year, we're super lucky. To yeah. Have all yeah. Stuff. yeah. Uh, well, you're lucky to have each other that are all so into it. Like yeah. everybody, there's not one swaying. Yeah, everyone's all in. Definitely. Yeah. Do you have any regrets of any decisions that you guys have made where you're like, damn, we should have done that? Or I think we should have planned a show much earlier than we did. Yeah. Okay. Um, our first show was in late July of 2021, and we didn't play a show until about weeks. two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And um, we had been talking about making a show happen for months, and it just never happened. And mm-hmm. That's my biggest regret. I still think it's kind of crazy. We've only played two shows. So I think we're ready for many more. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would love to play more. Okay. All the shows, all the time, forever. (laughs) Yes. That is. You do any show you can, paying, non-paying, whatever. You just got to get your name out there. And and then eventually you'll you'll, uh, definitely be hearing from people that want to give you more money. Like, I remember when I, because I booked all of the gigs for, my daughter's band. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you save Harold. Yeah. Yes. So like I booked all their gigs and at first they're like 14, 15 years old. And I'm telling these people it's a hundred dollars <laughs> an hour with a four hour minimum. And, and then they would get it. People are willing to pay this money. That's what oh. I'm saying. Like they're willing to pay, especially with her band. Like we had such a big crowd that went everywhere they went. So they, these places knew that the, the alcohol was going to sell Food was going to sell. How long would the show be? Um, three hour minimum. Three hours minimum? Yeah. And Saving Harold would play the whole time? They play, well, they would take, they would play like 45 minutes. They would take, yeah, it would be their show. Yeah. Okay. And they would take like a 15 minute break. Then they would, you know, try to take it's longer. Sometimes. That is so and much material. Like, Come on. Got to get back on there. Cracking the whip. Probably destroyed those Respect four kids. <laughs> we have about, we have about 50 minutes of material to play live. That's mm-hmm. our set list. It's pretty short. But, it's but you could point. drag that out. Like, because you could, 
you could play it. You do a lot of improving, talking, like yeah. you get comfortable yeah. with that. Stretch out the you Take your little oh, break, yeah. you know, stretch it out. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what we had to start with. Their first show was at Tats and Tacos. And um, their bassist was super tall. You guys are all pretty tall. And they got their, their ceilings there were so low. <laughs> and they got Max, who was like 6'1", probably, like, <laughs> On the stage, and they refused. The, the owner was like, or the manager was like, "No, we have to have the stage. No, we have to have." So there's Max standing in front of the stage, yeah. this poor guy. But when they called the kids back, I said, "We're not coming back with that stage." They're like, "Fine, the wow. stage doesn't have to be there." I'm like, "Oh, really? What, what about the safety hazards?" Like that you were speaking of. So um, yeah, you just have to keep pushing. Got to impress them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. And that and I think for the, it was their age that scared a lot of people off at yeah. first. Like what are these kids gonna bring? But the kids there's a band I, of four yeah. that have all these super supportive families. Yep. A lot of the parents that drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I mean that's and I, I mean, saw I saw Saving Harold um when I was a senior in high school, it was in twenty nineteen. Mm -hmm. It was at someone's house. Don't remember whose house it was, I don't know whose house it was, but they put on a killer show and I was still in high school and they were all younger they're all younger than mm -hmm. me and that they impressed me so much that that also inspired me to want to start a band oh wow yeah my daughter knew that yeah um they did a lot of house shows like a lot of um a lot in palm beach though you maybe you went to one of their release parties it was local it was very nearby it was here. sunrise oh maybe oh you probably went to Nick's house. Did they play like in the garage? And were you? In no, the... it was in their backyard. There was a pool. There was a stage. Oh, that was one of the release shows. It was a yeah. stage. Yeah, it was, it was in a... Sunrise. They released yeah. a song. I think. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was one of the release shows. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you guys while rehearsing? Or well, you've only played <laughs> two shows, but like I'm, something funny could have happened there. I uh, I tripped over Ben's pedal board when we were walking onto the stage. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. The only show you played? I was like, hey. <laughs> My first show. His live oh. debut. We were walking on, and he was right behind me. and No, no, he was right in front of me. And he, he's walking over to his base, and he trips over my input cable and rips two of the pedals yeah. out, off of the board yeah. completely. Oh and I, I'm like, oh, oh my God. And <laughs> Thankfully, it was not serious. I just plugged everything back in, and it took like two seconds. Oh but it God. scared we the bejesus up. out of me for a second. It, it was, was also so a little quiet. embarrassing. It was so quiet. You could hear a pin drop, and we were walking on, and it just... <laughs> did and you like, did you fall like well, I, flat like, out I, like, or stumbled? Yeah, like, stumbled oh anyway. God. <laughs> I was, I was so I was like, of course, like something had to happen. Oh, that's like on The Voice. One of the finalists this past season turned around after performing because you know how they perform with the coaches sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, they turned around. She tripped over the monitor, fell flat. Like oh, I, her arms, I didn't even see them go out. Oh, her oh. dress came up. Oh no! She was on Blake's team. Blake just kept walking, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, you! It's not a good, not a good look." Blake, like he turned around and he saw his girl like laid out. The next show, she had two full casts on her arm, and I felt really bad about laughing. Oh, but it was like I didn't even see her land on her arms, so it was just flat on her face. Oh you gotta Google. <laughs> you gotta look that That's up, gonna, dude. Yeah. One day we're gonna be playing. We're gonna be a little too enthusiastic, and we're just gonna fall. <laughs> <It'll happen. laughs> we're gonna have a set with it. We're gonna have the stage with some stairs on it. We're gonna be running up those stairs and then running down those stairs, and mm -hmm. eventually we'll trip on those stairs. Come and try to jump <laughs> off the kick drum or something. Yeah, jump, yeah, do do the Van Halen like wall of tabs, like yeah. kick off of the big speaker tower. But so, what celebrity or musician crush have you guys had? Or still have, mm. or that you always 
if you could date, would date? Uh, Margot Robbie for me. <laughs> I don't know. She just have a man crush. I have a man crush for Chino Moreno. I have such a man crush for Chino Moreno. I'm going to have to look at Deftones. Chino, Chino's the lead singer for Deftones. Oh, okay. All right. And Margot Robbie, she's she's an actress. She's in, like, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, uh, couple Squad. Of Suicide Squad. Uh, this movie, okay. Focus. <laughs> and, yeah. She, I'm not she's putting, definitely I'm my not celebrity. I'm a, a face with it, but I'm going to look her up. She's, she's Australian. She's very famous. I, I, like, I like Australian accents. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Accents in general, like, any accent is super, mm-hmm. like, not even going to talk about last weekend. Because it's not about me. <laughs> So what about you? <laughs> um, dang, I don't even know. Uh, I'm trying to think of musician. There's a lot of attractive female musicians. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rihanna for sure. Oh, oh yeah, she's, yeah. she's uh, <laughs> stunning. 100%. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh. I haven't really, honestly, I haven't really thought about it, surprisingly. Well, I, I went, think, I went to, oh, sorry, go, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think Keanu Reeves is a handsome guy. Facts. Really? Yeah. I don't see it. My daughter says the same thing. I think he's pretty good looking. I just right. saw something, like, through the years today of Keanu Reeves. It came up on social media, and it was, like, Keanu Reeves, 1992, and then <laughs> 93, and all the different, like, stages that he went through. I'll, I'll answer the, the original question for my girlfriend. We went to go see a band called... Ginger in Orlando, and they're like this super heavy oh. band, super heavy band, and the the lead singers of this woman named Tatiana, and she has the most crazy guttural screams. But anyways, getting totally <laughs> off topic. But um, during the show, like my, my girlfriend, she like after the song ended, she goes, "She's so hot." I'm like, "That oh, you know." When it's there, you, you just have to facts. Say it. Yeah, like I can't even argue with that. Yeah, I, I've, I've I've said this before, and if you guys have watched my podcast, you know this, but like. I don't get the J-Lo thing. Totally get the Shakira thing. I don't get the J-Lo thing. Oh, no, that podcast hasn't aired. Oh, no, that was Linda's podcast. Yeah. I don't get it. Who do you think's better looking, J-Lo or Shakira? Shakira for me. For sure, right? Yeah. Younger J-Lo. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go with Devin on this one. Over Shakira? I I yeah. seriously don't even know if she looks like I was just going to say, do you need me to pull Shakira up for you? Those hips don't lie. Man. They don't lie. They really don't. Exactly. Yes. So, um, I know that you said you listen to heavy music, but like, what genre is that? Your favorite genre, like metal music, or it's definitely my most listened genre. I can yeah. tell you that for sure. For me, it's it's more of that like psychedelic pop rock kind of thing, like King Gizzard, Crown Ben, Tame Impala, obviously. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, do go ahead, man. All right. Um, I definitely love heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all the sort of stuff with the screaming vocals and all. Okay. Bunch of double bass, bunch of palm muted guitars. Mm-hmm. I like all that. You guys would like the band that um, my did my first podcast. We met them at a gig. Like, well, I was informed in February it'll be three years. But they got the, and they got a good screamer. Yeah. And um, they do a lot of house shows. Next house show, I'll get you in on it, and then you'll meet more of the bands. It's a lot of fun, but it's up in Palm Beach Garden. But it's worth the drive. It's so fun. And um, yeah, I don't know if you saw their video, Grim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my daughter was in their video. 
Um, but they're looking for more people for videos now, if you guys want to jump in. Cameo. It'll be fun. Cameo. So I know you guys, you have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. How about you guys? I'm single. single. And I'm single as well. Okay. Yeah. Well. No time. <laughs> he has time. He's unemployed, oh. so. <laughs> It means I don't only have time for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. So what's the most desperate thing you've ever done to get a date? Oof. Desperate thing. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you guys to this one. <laughs> I don't have anything for no? this one. No. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think there's really anything desperate that I've done. Just, just being persistent. Maybe that's about it. No, you went to Canada. That was that, <laughs> you went to Canada. But that wasn't that. I was I was already with her though. Like yeah, I, I know, know she was talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> he had already gotten the date. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really. He's been with his his girlfriend since they were like. They've been together for six years. Ah, uh, so. Okay. Yeah, it just kind of happened. So. So, what's the most embarrassing thing you guys have done in front of someone you liked? Oh, man. God, there's, like, too many... Forgets. <laughs> there's too many things to think of that it's, like... I feel like it's, it's probably so embarrassing that my brain just erased it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm blocked it out. Just completely. Like, there, I've made an ass of myself many times. Definitely. In my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just don't... I don't really dwell on these things, so I tend to forget them, which I'm glad... <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Keeps me silly. No embarrassing things, huh? Uh, well, I already explained the pedal board story. That was to a good crowd of... <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. So, Cat's Coffee is about your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, any other songs about girls? Well, Lemon Drop was... I kind of wrote it about when... I was at it was a party in high school, and there was this girl that I liked, and I was just very like shy in high school, and very like just reserved, and I was I would just overthink, and I'd be too scared to like go out, and I would just think, you know, what if I go out of my way and you know put myself out there, and then she just she just rejects me, yeah, and it would kind of suck. And that's basically that's basically what the what the lyrics for Lemon Drop are about. Okay. Hawaii Christmas is like. Loosely based on a breakup story. At the time when we um, were writing that song, I was going through a pretty hard separation. And um, him and I kind of split the lyrics on that song. And he, um, he was with uh, his girlfriend at the time, and she knew that she was going to be going off to Canada eventually for school. So he's like, you know, I'm just going to write the way I feel. And I wrote the way I felt. And I really like that song. I'm very proud of that song. It's the first one we ever made it to. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty much. Okay. The first serious song. There, there's, there's another one that hopefully is coming out soon with that, that we made before Hawaii Christmas. But we're not revealing it. We're not revealing it yet. But <laughs> hopefully it's out. It's if out you've soon. come to the show, you know what song it is. Yes. Okay. And you know how important it is. So <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I just don't know if I'm going to be allowed to go to the show. I might have to drive separately because if my daughter's going to the show, I'll just sneak in. <laughs> Mom, no, that's her biggest fear. Is like that I'm gonna like. End hey, up my parents. <laughs> my parents were there. Andrew's yeah. parents were there. Mm-hmm. My mom was there. Your mom was there. Okay. Mom, I'll, just, I'll just, I'll just tell her. All, parents are gonna be there. 
So what song is it that every time, not like one of your songs, but that you hear that makes you cry? Every time I hear it. Mm. How to Disappear <laughs> Completely by Radiohead. Yeah, that, there's something about that song. That is a good one. That is a, a heavy song. Yeah. Heavy song. No Surprises by Radiohead. Just a bunch of Radiohead. Yeah, Radiohead. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, Tom York, he's got that voice. They've got that. They've got those scents, man. They make the tears so flow. Mm -hmm. yeah. so it's like watching your dad cry. Shit <laughs> is so hard. Like, oh my gosh, another song that makes me cry. Um, not every time I listen to it, but "Digital Bath" by Deftones. That's a tearjerker for sure. Oh, that one's hard. You gotta listen to it. It's so good. I don't. I don't cry much. <laughs> How to disappear completely though? I'll make an exception for that. <laughs> actually, there's a funny story about that song. When, when we were all still working at, at Papa John's, I, I actually pulled up right next to Ben as he, as he was listening to the song in his car. <laughs> was he crying? I was, he was, I was like, He was like on the verge of it, and I'm over there just like... <laughs> he's, about, he's just like about to burst into tears because of the song. No, it, I wasn't like, okay, I, I'm not like sobbing to Radiohead. But it, it's like, dude, it, it's like, like I said, it's yeah. like seeing your dad tear up. It, it's it, very emotional. It has that, that, it has that effect on me. Very so good. yeah, the tears are forming. But he, he comes up next to me, he goes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it totally sat me out. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. What is the dumbest dare you've ever agreed to? Uh, I, sh well, I shaved one leg for the junior scavenger hunt, <laughs> just one. Is it hairier than the other one now? Oh no, they're they're both. It grew back. This, this is a couple years ago. This is a couple years ago. So I'm, I, I don't have any hairless legs now. But <laughs> it was it was pretty funny because at the time I, I played baseball and I had practiced the next day and I was wearing my shorts and I got just <laughs> destroyed at practice by everyone <laughs> just making fun of me. That is so funny. The one that originally came to my mind when you asked this question was, it's pretty inappropriate, so I'm, I'm going to skip over to it. I'm going to go off of the scavenger hunt thing because I also participated. <laughs> um, I still regret doing this because it was so gross, but um, one of the challenges was to eat an entire Subway footlong in under two minutes, oh, and I did it, and I, I succeeded. No, it's really hard. Is it really? What it's kind insane. was it? It's It was, so I had a strategy. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to load this with like just mayo and like pickles so that it had some that texture. That sounds like an awful strategy. It, no, 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 no. Listen, because it's, it's like, like cause, no, because listen, if it's full of like turkey, it's going to be so much harder to scarf but it's down. Gonna, no, it will. Well, of course it's going to taste better, but that's not the, that the, the whole point of the challenge is to just completely devour it. No, yeah, I know, but I would never be able to get past that first bite of mayonnaise and pickles. Well, I don't remember if that was the exact combo. Pick a combo. <laughs> I don't remember if that was the exact combo, but I remember it being a very lean sandwich. Like, it had barely anything in it. It was, like, mostly bread, but it still counted. So. Right, right. It was like eating, like, the whole thing of bread in two minutes. It's just, it's just hard. It was disgusting. I almost threw up, like, directly afterwards. I can't believe I didn't. <laughs> I, still... I can't either if it really was pickles and mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't dare try that uh, these days. I have a pretty weak stomach now, <laughs> developed over COVID. So. Did you guys get COVID, any of you? Yes. Uh, yeah, actually, Andrew. Yeah, we had to cancel our New Year's show because I tested positive for COVID. Yeah, we got it twice here. My husband was in the hospital the first time. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I got all the phone calls from his family as I'm at home dying with girls. <laughs> and I got all the phone calls about asking how he is. And I'm like, um, I, I don't know, call him. 
because <laughs> I'm sick too. It is not fun. And I'm good, okay? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no, it wasn't fun. You don't want it. <laughs> you avoid getting COVID for two years and then you get it and then you're just like, okay, yeah. I've been defeated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was super defeated. I We got it in July and then... I thought for sure I had those. I was so sick. I thought for sure the antibodies were going to be around for at least five years. And <laughs> here I was. I got it for Christmas. And I was like, oh, God, oh, man. man. That sucks. But it wasn't bad. It, that, that second one was just bad cold. So. so what other hobbies and interests do you guys have other than music? I'm a big yeah. sports guy. I love the Heat, Marlins, Dolphins, Panthers. I watch all sports. Okay. I'm really into cars. Oh, really? Like, obsessive. What kind of cars? All kinds. I I appreciate every car. You go to car shows and stuff? I used to. I... I'm going to be honest, I don't really like car people very much. They're, that's that, <laughs> that's a crowd I don't really like yeah. to associate with, because they're all pretty judgmental. A lot of them are pretty mean, too. So I, I just, I just uh, admire them from afar. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see him, if, you know, some guy has a cool car and he's parked, mm-hmm. I'm going to go up to him. You right. best know I'm going to go up to them. Right. And uh, sometimes they come up to me. I've driven some cool cars. I've gotten rid of some cool cars. It's a, yeah, it's a bad habit. This guy has a new car like every two weeks. I literally drive a, a different car every couple months. Literally? Oh, really? Today, yeah. like before we came here, he's just calling. He's like, dude, you don't see me? I'm like, I've never seen this car. Like, I didn't know that was you. Yeah, he, 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 wrote, he, he wrote the lyrics for Cat's Coffee and like a month later, he, the car was gone. So if you ever read the lyrics for Cat's Coffee, Top Down Sugar Plum. Sugar Plum was the name I gave to my Miata. Miata. Yeah, and I miss that car so much. That's, I don't really have many true regrets in my life, but definitely getting rid of that car was, uh-huh. that is like my only regret. Right. I miss it. I literally dream about it. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I'm not I joking. I car for you. Who'd you sell I, it to? A 16-year-old girl. Oh, I'm dead, dead serious. We're going to have to track that uh, <laughs> serial number. <laughs> the VIN number. That's what they have, our VIN numbers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that... It's, he's right, though. I, I, we wrote that song, and maybe two months later, it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> but the memory is still there. I wrote the song about it. <laughs> Too much publicity. He had to hide. He mm-hmm. had to go after that. <laughs> Everyone knows it's Ben and his Miata. Yeah. So, Cat's Coffee was about the first date, you said? Yes. Okay, so where, uh, where do you guys like to take girls on their first dates? Like, do you have a typical one that, or is it, like pretty much like the type of girl you would go out with, like what she would like to do, or do you kind of focus on what you would like to show her that you like mm-hmm. to do? For me, basically just where do I think we could both have fun, like objectively. Mm-hmm. Like um, like the, the the airport, that that's a perfect place, like where you see the, the planes take off and land. That's, that's, that's a good place for a first date. Like that's where I would take someone for a first date. Yeah, it was the perfect first date. Yeah. It was great. Um, Andrew, where do you like to take Ellie? Guy's been dating for six years. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, very classy, but I'm pretty sure our first date was at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you were young. You yeah, were young. I, it was all I could afford, and it's still all I can afford. The dollar menu. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you're yeah. a musician. Yeah. We're all, <laughs> we're all starving musicians. That's all we literally <laughs> starving musicians. Um, you know, I we usually just go out to eat somewhere, mm-hmm. stay in, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys are practically married now, so. <laughs> I mean, they're technically uh, Andrew's technically family to me now because his uh, his cousin 
is my brother's fiance. Okay. And they have a child. Oh, so, so we're distant cousins. The second, third. Yeah. yeah, they met. They met through Andrew and I. So they kind of owe it to us. Yeah. You have to fund our. Yeah, you want to? You guys want to take over the baby? <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. Um, you guys mentioned the airport because, and we just got done talking about embarrassing moments because when I was younger. I went on a date with my with my boyfriend, but it was the very beginning of our relationship where you're still kind of embarrassed to, like, breathe. So um, we went to the airport, and he was like, I don't know if the, it's been years since I've been there, but they had these guardrails that we would park next to. And then he was like, oh, stand up. You know how they have, like, the, the wood and then the rail mm -hmm. and then the wood, the post. He's like, stand up here, and it's almost like you're on, like, going to put your arms up and touch the the airplane. So... I did, and it would only happen to me. I get on the one that's loose. So as soon as I stepped on it, the thing spun around and it spun my body around, and my legs got like the back of my legs. I'm telling you, each of them had a bruise like this wide from hitting the guardrail, and then I went back on it. I was like so embarrassed. I wanted to die. I wanted that to be the moment that I died. But, uh, and then he was like, oh my God, are you okay? But he couldn't stop laughing. It made it even worse. It was horrible. That was awful. But we did end up staying together for a long time. So it wasn't like he was totally scared off. But I thought I'd put that in there. So what do you guys got on your bucket list? travel like yeah. i just need to get out of the state i don't like florida very much no offense to the people that live here Not i've been here my whole life yeah full <laughs> offense <laughs> i'm a but, native too and i do take offense to that you know no, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> i just i've i think i've seen what florida has to offer mm -hmm. i just want to get out it, it's too hot the weather sucks the pe oh, people are hit or miss yeah people are a little hit or miss some of them are really nice. Some of them are awful. Some of them are crazy. There's a lot of crazies here. South Florida is crazy people mm -hmm. town. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where you get all the Florida man headlines from. Yep. <laughs> Florida. Yeah. I hate I hate when I though when I do see like my friends that used to live here and they're gone and then they're making fun of Florida. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what the heck? Like, come on, like what? <laughs> What's, why are you making fun of it? Like, what did it do to you? It did nothing. Like, you just moved away. What yeah. drives me nuts? <laughs> so you better not make any posts. Making no, no, I'm not going to okay? be that person. I'm just going to appreciate my new my new location <laughs> from where I'm at. I'm going to instead of spread. Because listen, I don't like I don't like spreading hate about people or things. Okay, so if I'm going to move away, and I'm. Maybe deep down, I don't like Florida. But instead of talking <laughs> down on Florida, I'm going to be talking so good about where I'm at. Exactly. Now. That's how you do it. That's how you do That's it. That's how you do it. You can secretively hate Florida. Yes. <laughs> I but I don't I don't I love the hot weather. Like I, I mean it sucks that it's, it's hot. hot. You know, walking from the front door to the car, you sweat to death. Yeah. But I also could never live in the cold weather. Yeah. Like, it's going to be really cold this Saturday. Oh, That's fair. I might drop dead. <laughs> I, no, I'm with you. I love living in South Florida. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever right? want to move out of here. Okay, good. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know what's going to happen to mango juice. <laughs> Everybody else when needs. Needs. We're probably going to be in Florida for a really long time. Yeah. Well, you take a little tour. Call around like to the like connecting states. Find little dive bars and yeah. say, hey, we're going to be in town. Can yeah. we play? And just hop in one of your many cars. <laughs> and but get a big one to put the drums in this time. I used to have a jeep off. and it almost killed me, but it was it was perfect for that exact purpose. Yeah. But yeah. 
I don't really want to really get into the, the Jeep. <laughs> that car scared me. And yeah, I don't... Was it like a Jeep Wrangler? Or... It was a Jeep Cherokee. It was a 1990... Wow. Those are nice. They yeah, were forever. Yeah, they, yeah, it was also lifted. Um, so, oh, Lord. Yeah, I got it for that reason. The, the Everyone says, they'll run forever. They'll run forever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the highway and the... And a piece of the suspension breaks off at 80 oh, miles per hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah. and the whole car's... Oh and I'm, I'm just freaking out. And then I, I pulse the brakes and I get down to, like, a slow speed. And I, I find a place to stop and I'm just freaking out. And I, I call my, my mechanic friend. I'm like, dude, I almost died. <laughs> and then he said, yeah, you did almost die. When I told him, like, the, the, track, bar, yeah. the track bar just, like, fell off at 80 miles per hour. Yeah, so you got lucky. I actually posted a video of the of the bar hanging from the front of the car, and people on Reddit were like, "You're lucky to be alive." Well, <laughs> too many to, for comfort. Too many. Oh my God, I would have been a nervous wreck. I, my biggest fear is driving like next to the canals, like on 84, and that I'm going to get cut off and end up in the canal. And I have nightmares about this, so I don't know if that's how I'm really going to go because <laughs> I'm like always having nightmares about it. So if you ever see me driving down, you'll see that my window is like cracked. Anytime I'm next to like a canal, because I feel that's going to be the way I'm going to be saved. You got to carry those window pops. My mom told me. You got to. Yeah. Watch out for the alligators. Yeah, but then I'll I'll black out, and I'll forget where that window popper thing is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just have to run in zigzags from the alligators. You don't have these problems in Colorado, man. No, but you can yeah. freeze to death in Colorado when you... Maybe. Drive, drive off the icy road. Yeah. Drive off the side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, free step and drown. Drowning sounds horrible. God. So, what's the best bit of advice you've ever received? Mm. That is a good question. Just to not be scared, of, like to to do what you love. Okay. I guess just you know not have any shame in what you do. If you if you love it, then you should you should just do it and be proud of it. Right. And there's like no one, no one should have to, no one should be able to stop you if that's what you want to do. Right. Yeah. If it feels right to you, it is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. Take the risk. Yeah. Be yourself and trust your gut. Yeah. You don't want to have any regrets with that. So, what book, movie, or TV show do you feel changed your life? Hmm. <laughs> Movie or TV show? Um, I guess for for me, I didn't really, I wasn't really very into like movies, TV shows, anything like that until like halfway through high school, and I started watching Game of Thrones, okay. and I binged Game of Thrones. Like I started when the seventh season was like in its first or second episode, mm-hmm. and I caught up by like the fourth one. So I watched it all in like three weeks. And Damn, dude. Yeah, no dude, sleep at all. I, I binge all of my shows. Like Dark, I binge I binge I was gonna Dark. Mention, I was going to mention Dark. In like 3 days and that's a show with 3 seasons and they got like 10 episodes each. But yeah. And like, each episode's an hour long. How do yeah. you do it? I don't know. What? It's, when I when I really like a show, I really like it and yeah. I'll binge watch it like One Piece, for example. Dude. Over a thousand episodes and I watched it in a couple months. Oh, that's yeah. the name of the show, One Piece. Yeah. I never even heard of that. Yeah, it's it a, it's it's an anime. Um, oh, that's why I've never yeah. heard of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, it's, a it's a thousand episodes, episodes. and it's not done. It's They're still releasing there's, more. There's more episodes coming out every week. <laughs> you, you keep up with it? Yeah, I, do. I caught up with the manga and everything. Oh my god! <laughs> You're a weirdo. Man. <laughs>
But I was going to mention Dark too. That show is... I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. I think my husband watches it. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix anymore, but uh, Tristan told me about that show um, about a year ago, and I watched through it. It took me a while, but yeah, it was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. Great. A-plus show. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you guys into Ozark? I haven't um, watched it. I'm I'm little, yeah, I watched I the first episode. Episode. Yeah, I just finished the seventh. And they did set... They released seven... And then we have to wait another probably half a year for the last seven. Yeah. I don't like when shows do that. Just give us an all to us. Exactly. Like we know your ending. Mm-hmm. Just give it to us. I'm going to give a shout out okay. to a web show that I watched when I was very young called Arby and the Chief. Um, it's, it's, I know you're laughing right now, but it, but okay. So do you know about the Halo video games? Oh, yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> This this guy used to, um, on YouTube, he used to work for Machinima, and he used to make videos for Machinima. It was essentially these two Halo action figures, and he would put um, virtual voices on them, like Microsoft Sam, and my, like, I don't know what the other one's called, but they the narration is so funny, and it's very long, and it's so vulgar, but they tell this amazing story about these two action figures. I've never felt so emotionally attached to an action figure <laughs> Or anything inanimate like that. That was, like, an amazing show. I wouldn't... I don't know if I would rewatch it, because it was emotionally... Um, it's pretty hard. I mean, it, it, it probably sounds stupid, because it's a show about action figures, mm-hmm. but they genuinely go so deep with some of these <laughs> ideas. Like, it's... <laughs> I'll just stop talking about it. You guys gotta watch it. No, I'm telling... My... Nine-year-old would probably like. She's so into action figures, like. No, this oh, is not geez. a show for kids. It's oh, so, it's not. It's oh. so vulgar. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's well, really. I am her mother, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so we'll just have to make sure that eighteen and older they watch it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. So, I have my rapid-fire questions. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, questions. Do you guys want to just answer them all at once, or do you want me to do one person at a time? Hmm. Oh, put everyone on the spot yeah. like that. Uh-huh. I think I'd rather us do all of it at the same time. Okay. Yeah, just blurt out whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Right? All right. Hopefully we can understand you. This one's <laughs> probably going to be different. Let's hope. Okay, so if you could be a fruit, what fruit would it be? Mango. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> See, I totally don't even think of these things. You get us, get us to it. That's so funny. Definitely mango. Okay. What is your favorite word? Poop. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Oh, boobs is a good one. Mangussie. Mangussie is so good. Okay. Do you think you could win a game show? Absolutely. Yes. Depends on the game show. Yeah. No. I'm, I'd be worthless. I would totally be done. Like, I, I didn't Jeopardy, think of mango. Okay. You wouldn't be good at Jeopardy? Depends no. on the game show. I could do Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Any, any trivia game, though? Nope. I'm like a, a walking encyclopedia about a very few niche things. Yeah. And I know nothing about everything else. <laughs> you can bet your ass I'm not going to know the answer to that question about some celebrity, all right? So like, like a who wants to be a millionaire type of show? Mm-hmm. I feel like I could win that. Oh, really? I feel like, at, like if I get the right questions like uh, towards the end, I feel like I could get that million. I'd have to have a phone a friend for every question. <laughs> every single one of them. Do you get nervous though? Like I get nervous and I, I black out. I completely black out. I forget what I'm gonna say, and that happens that's to why I would totally be wrong. That happens to me a lot. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, 
Do you have siblings? Yes. Too many. I have three. <laughs> Two older brothers. Okay. I'm the oldest of three. I'm the baby of the family. Okay. Me too. I'm the youngest as five. well. Five. Oh, I'm baby of five also. Yeah. Five girls. Five. Five siblings? Wow. Damn, dude. Do you have kids? No. Nope. Well, I hope that not. That we know of. <laughs> well, I mean, I certainly hope not. You've been with her for six years. <laughs> If uh, you do, there could be problems over there. <laughs> Who do you text the most? He's my girlfriend. Yeah. Just a given. I actually text these I, guys. Yeah, our group chat. Our group, yeah, our group chat. Um, I text Andrew a lot, too, because I've known him for so long. I can go to him about pretty much anything yeah. and feel, feel good about his answer. Mm -hmm. So We have another group chat with my family that's pretty ridiculous. Does it start it's at 6 o'clock in the morning? It's... All the time. I have it muted. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I have to mute mine, too, because it's, like I said, I'm the youngest of five girls. I got five brother-in-laws. <laughs> We've got 12 nieces and nephews. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, like, they're all in it. Yeah. Like, my husband had to be removed from it because he was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> so, and I, there's, I think, like, two other, no, just one brother, other brother-in-law that's not in it. Got the nieces and nephews in it. This shit starts at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yep. And it's, I guarantee you. I look at my phone, I guarantee you, I've got, let me see, I'll tell you how many. Sometimes I'll put my phone down for 30 minutes, and I have, like, 187 missed text messages. Ooh, man. Oh, wow. I don't have one. <laughs> Shocked. They must be Sometimes eating. somebody in the group will start a new group with, like, one extra person. Oh, we call person. that a side text. Yeah, it's the worst. That's what we do in our family. And then if, we, if somebody accidentally says something, yeah. somebody will be like, all right, Where's the side text? Who started the side text? Because you're in the wrong group now. <laughs> yeah, we get real messy with it. Yeah. yeah, and I would say, I feel like I'm the, not the oldest of the group, because Devin's the oldest, but I feel like I'm the old man since I go to sleep, like, pretty much earlier than all these guys. Uh -huh. So sometimes I'll wake up to, like, 60 text messages. Like, okay, time to read through all of it. Oh, no, I usually say, okay, I'm just getting to this. Can you give me the cliff notes? What happened? And it's never anything. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Like we got a text yesterday. Um, how do I make my lab partner fall in love with me? <laughs> Imagine the responses with all that. So, okay. Next one. Describe your style in one word. Undecided. Confused. Sorry, I had to switch it up. <laughs> Clumsy. Simple. Simple. That's a good one. Ah. Uh. <laughs> wow, I had the most time to think about it. I still don't got anything. Um, relaxed. That's a good one, too. And that's one of the words I was thinking last night when I was cooking dinner to your music. Like, nice. it's very, like, oh, we're talking about so mango juice's style? Like the yeah. style of the music or just the style of the you individual? You are mango juice, man. Yeah. I mean, I thought we were talking <laughs> He's <about> confused. <laughs> well, I mean, that was his word. <laughs> no, okay. Style of mango juice... Legit. That's our style. <laughs> We're swag. No. <laughs> my style confused. I'm constantly changing everything about my life. Almost everything. Everything I can control, I change it all the time. You're so versatile. So very much so. I, I bleached my hair last night. Oh, did you? Yeah, so it was there. darker? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, every time he shows up with a new car, he shows up with a new guitar in it, too. That is... <laughs> that is Are you serious? He actually came to yeah. practice with a new amp today. <laughs> New hair, new car. Who is this guy? It's my favorite one so far. Because he did have a new car, too. Yeah. I'm a chameleon. That's what I call my 
daughter. Like, she's a chameleon. You never know what color hair she's going to have. One morning she woke up with blonde hair, later in the afternoon she had dark hair. I always see all the people with dyed hair, and I'm like, I want to be a part of that. I always wanted to also, but I never had the guts. Like, I admire people that can change it up and do, like... You can always change it back. Yeah, that's... When my daughter, she first... The first hair color she wanted was blue, and I think that she was, like, just in middle school, and I was having a really hard time. Like, (laughs) should I let her do it? And then... I always had no issue with like cutting hair and stuff because I figured it would grow back, but this is blue. Yeah. And everybody was like, yeah, like you can always dye it back. I'm like, you know, I never even thought about that, but that was the beginning of a lot of money at the hair salon. So, okay. So what is your favorite store? Um, could, could it be a food store? Yeah, sure. Wingstop. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is good. Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazon's a good one, too. Literally any musical instrument store that isn't, like, Sam Ash or Guitar Center. Yeah. Okay. Any small, like, family-owned, yes. preferably. Support the local business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're always so cool. And the people that Sweetwater. That's what, that's why I always ordered everything from. That's where these bags came from. But <laughs> Shout out Sweetwater. Shout out Sweetwater. You got to point it. Sponsor. Sponsor. Shout out Miss Gallagher. <laughs> It was Mitch Gallagher. He's the homie. (laughs) Shout out Nick D. Virgilio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna rewatch this and I'm gonna pause it and I'm gonna start Googling these people, like looking them up. Uh, next thing you know, I don't know who they are, but if they were your friends, next thing you know. Shout out Derek, he's my sales representative. Oh, I think my sales rep, his name was Dylan. I'm sorry I forgot your name. Shout out. You you helped me with that pedal <laughs> virtually. Am I supposed to be shouting out Wayne and Sweetwater? Sure. Shout out Wayne and Sweetwater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. Okay. What do you collect? Microphones. Oh. Uh, for me, vinyl records. Oh, okay. I also have... I have a bunch, I have like over 20 vinyls and I don't have a turntable. You know what? <laughs> huh. Are they like, I'm just kind of, or are they like, yeah. Oh. A lot of them aren't even open, but I've just been waiting until like I can get a really nice one. A nice one, yeah. Man, I'm boring. I don't collect anything. I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta say the same. I don't collect anything, but that's only because everything that I own, I like to use. Yeah. yeah. And if I know I own stuff that is not being used, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, have another amp just sitting around. <laughs> I don't like it just sitting around. I want someone else to have it. I want it to be used. I don't like things collecting dust. It right. makes me feel sour. So, I don't... Maybe I'll get into collecting stuff in the future, but right well, now... Well, it sounds like you collect cars, but you just kind of, like, <laughs> no, them over. I collect... Okay, memory. I collect memories of cars. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. That's I collect memories. memories of cars. <laughs> the friends we made along the way. Yes. What is your... Lazy go-to dinner. Wingstop. I was going to say, I know yours is Wingstop. <laughs> ramen noodles. Instant ramen. Probably like a pub sub or some tenders from Publix. Okay. My default is Taco Bell. <laughs> That's just my default. Taco Bell. That's so good. I love Taco yeah. Blast. Yeah, I have the same reaction. Yeah. Yeah, but have you tried the wings at Billy's Tavern? I have not. Okay, you got to go. My husband is a big wing guy, mm-hmm. and um, I hadn't been to Billy's in a really long time. 
and we went like three weeks ago and he got um it's a certain kind of wing i forget the name they brought it he likes them well done mm -hmm. they brought a bowl with one wing out and they're like we just want to make sure it's well done enough <laughs> like, what? what yeah so and he, he like i said he is a huge wing guy and he was that's like his favorite wing place now so and billy's is uh, where, where is that? Like, it's on 84, um, like past just Pine east Island? of Pine Island. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. And I don't know what happened there, but it is always busy now, but it's totally <laughs> worth the wait. I have not, well, I ate one of his wings because I'm a pig and I just had to try it and it was really good. But, um, I also, I had the Philly cheesesteak for those Philly cheesesteak lovers. It was a good one. So just uh, shout out to Billy's. Shout out to Billy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you guys are too fun okay so do you correct other people's grammar even in your head yes, yes all the time yeah i feel like you're probably correcting my grammar then because i'm the worst grammar <laughs> like, I, 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 won't, I won't say it out loud but i'll be like oh, it's supposed to be like this <laughs> in my head actually actually i do it in the text messages in my my family group text <laughs> they do something wrong i send like the little star back with the I, I used to be the grammar police, and um, <laughs> everyone got really tired of it, so I just kind of, like, let it go. I, did, I still do it subconsciously, though. But I, I feel kind of bad telling people that they're wrong. So a lot of people don't know how to... You're how, just trying to help to, them. Yeah, but they never understand. No. They never understand. That they got, they, grammar's important. Yeah. yeah. No, um, it's very important. Do you have your caps turned on on your phone? Never. Exactly. No. I do not. Proper punctuation, proper yeah. capitalization. I, I will make an exception for texting, because... It's hard to express yourself over text because you're working with mm -hmm. such a limited amount of characters. And if you can switch it up, like turning caps off and just talking, not, not that that makes me know that you're talking mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. Or if you're if you really want to shout what you're trying to get across, you type in all caps. Yep. Or if you want to be silly, you can type in purposefully terrible grammar and and mm -hmm. punctuation or mm -hmm. no punctuation. Yep. No punctuation is the way to go. My sister uses yes. none. I've got a whole run on. I have to like break it apart. Like, okay, that was one sentence. Is that a question? All right. There's a question. I have to like figure out how many things I have to respond to in the one run on sentence. It's yeah. just I'm like, can yeah, you I, please? I love the three little dots. I do that a lot. Oh, you do? Yeah. I adopted that to, to separate ideas. <laughs> oh. Basically. Yeah. Just, Would it be easier just to put a comma instead of that, that, that? I'm, not, I'm a comma guy. I feel like yeah, sometimes a comma works and sometimes... <laughs> I like to visualize him talking and then doing that pause. <laughs> it's, it makes it so much better. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so love or friendship? Uh, friendship. Friendship, yeah. I'm going to have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Cats. Dogs. I love them both. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Dogs, dogs. Work or play? Play. 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 <laughs> do you kill bugs you find inside, or do you carry them outside? Yes. Depends on the. Yeah, depends on the bug. Okay. Yeah, for Roach sure. is getting it's murdered, just destroyed. It's smacked with the flies. Ants are getting murdered. Flies are getting murdered. Like a little lizard, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lizard. No, we got a bearded dragon. I have a bearded dragon. Do you? Yeah. How old is yours? Um, he is. Two or three? Oh. Yeah. But uh, going back to, to the bugs, <laughs> recently my, my mom had gone to California uh, to visit family, and it was just my dad and my three brothers. Mm -hmm. So 
we decided uh, every fly we saw in the house, we would catch it, and then we'd put a string on it, and we'd have that fly. <laughs> did you really do that for yeah. So, so you, you got to catch the fly, and then we put it in a container, like a little Tupperware, and you put it in the freezer for five minutes. And that's like the anesthesia. A lie? Yeah, that's the anesthesia. <laughs> well, I do have, well, yeah, those worms, you put them in the fridge. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're still alive. I've got some in there for a month now. It's the anesthesia. You, you, you get him so he's, not, so he's not able to fly around, and then while he's still asleep, you just tie the thing on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have a video. How many did you have? We had we had two. Actually. Sounds like a lie. Like this doesn't. Yeah, this sounds like you're making this up. He's so got the fruit. Fly. Oh my god, what? dude! No <laughs> way. Yeah, that's my brother. He's, he's the one who tied the string. He's the only one that has hands steady enough. He's like that. Who thinks, who thinks of that? That was actually remember. So they were pet flies. Yeah, the, it was actually a day we jammed. Um, I don't know if you remember. My brother FaceTimed me, and he was like, "Dude, I caught a fly." Dude, like no, like while he was in the bathroom, and he said he just went like this and caught it. And I was like, put it in, put it in the freezer, tie a string around. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind. Oh my god, that's so funny. And he did it. Yeah. <laughs> he had two pet flies. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, did you set him free eventually? Or? <laughs> no, they actually died. They both died on the strings. Suffocation. <laughs> they both died on the strings, and my brother ended up like using them as decoration. I don't, I don't want to get into that. This is getting real. Sick. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting real. This is like weird. <laughs> Anyways, so okay, are you street smart, smart or book smart? Mm, neither. Book smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to say neither on that. One. I was book smart up until about like tenth grade, and then that's it. Kind of just went down. Yeah, there. I'm just clueless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you cannonball into the pool or do you dip a toe first? Cannonball. I I dive straight. Head first. You guys are crazy. Yeah, I, I, I dip my toes. my toes for like 30 minutes and then I do the, the painful, like slow creep oh, into no. the pool. <laughs> you, you jump in, you well, with how hot it is here in the horrible Florida, you would think you would just yeah. be diving right in. You love the pool. <laughs> I yeah. honestly haven't been to a pool in a really long time. Neither have I. And I hate the beach, but I love Florida. I'm just not a beach person. I also hate the beach. I like the pool, though. So, what is your last Google search? Mm. Let's let's see. Yeah, let's see. Do I want to? Know? I think um, mine was Amazon. Uh, Sonic Youth members. I was oh, okay. Members Sonic Youth. Guitar Center. I was looking up a meme. <laughs> oh, I wanted to know who was playing the halftime Super Bowl show. That's fine. Who's playing it this year? Eminem. Oh. Snoop. Dr. Oh, Dre. It's in L.A., right? Lige. And someone that. I was not familiar with, so he might have been like not Kendrick. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Mm. Did you see the commercial? It was pretty cool. I haven't seen, the I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so what celebrity annoys you the most? Mm. Machine Gun Kelly. Oh God. <laughs> God, I'm with you. I am with you. Oh my God. You know, I, I completely blacked for a second, but I think I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Might, I don't think there's. I just want them to stop covering any news on Machine Gun Kelly Fox. <laughs> we don't need to hear about it. Yeah, I have to agree with you guys a hundred percent, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Another one I don't understand is the Megan Fox thing, but whatever. <laughs> um, what is your favorite Disney character? Mm, goofy. This is a good one. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I like I like I like Buzz Lightyear also. 
I guess since technically Star Wars is Disney now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Han Solo. Darth Vader. Oh, Lord. Shout out to yeah. Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So finish the following phrase. The weight of my heart is... One no. wing stop. Three chicken wings? Nah. <laughs> yeah, wing stop. <laughs> my heart. Humor? Yeah, humor okay. for sure. Mm. I like it when people are outgoing very much because I'm not outgoing. So I like I like feeling outgoing because they are outgoing. Mm-hmm. And when people kind of like pull a conversation out of me, it like feels really good. Mm-hmm. Just make me feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. It's not that hard. Friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, and what never fails to make you laugh? Poop jokes. Yep, you do work. Poop jokes, uh, say, saying boobs into the mic when there's a lot of delay on it, because that just makes it funnier. Internet memes where everything is sped up. <laughs> like, the ludicrous speeds. That's it. That's what makes me laugh every time. Oh, Webe. 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 Spongebob rapping. Oh, Spongebob rapping. That's, Was that's it uh, the C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-A? No, 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 that's not that that like rapping. There's a, dude on rapping? There's a dude on YouTube that uh, uses a, like a voice algorithm to take real rap songs and have Spongebob oh, rap the words. I've learned so All much the words. from you guys. Exactly. <laughs> I really need to do Relevant. my research. To a funny story before our show where it was like 10 minutes before the show and like, like I was... I was pretty relaxed, like, waiting for the show, but, like, ten minutes before, that's when it really started to hit me. Mm-hmm. So, like, in my mind, I'm kind of like, oh, my God, this is happening. Like, I'm freaking out. And we're all alone, like, in the back, away from, like, the whole crowd and everything. And suddenly, Devin just goes, you want to see Spongebob and Patrick rapping? <laughs> and we sat there for, like, a good five minutes just watching Spongebob and Patrick rapping. <laughs> and it, it genuinely probably kept me from having, like, a full-blown like, panic attack. <laughs> Shout out to Spongebob. <laughs> shout out the factory. Yeah, shout out yeah. the factory. All right, so if you had one message you wanted to convey through your music, what would it be? Mm, be weird. Be proud to be weird. Creativity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you guys in the next upcoming months? Like... Do you have any gigs booked yet? Nothing booked. Nothing booked. Shows, 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 hopefully. As many as we can. Okay. And selling the merch. Yes. Merch. Where can people find your merch at? Um, At our shows. At our shows. We'll have a website very soon that we'll be posting on our Instagram and our link tree and stuff. What's your Instagram? Uh, Mango Juice HQ. On all platforms. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, As far as future... um, what dream collaboration would you like want to do? Like a legitimate one, like that you feel mm. you guys could do. Like not like obviously we're not going to call Kanye West tomorrow, but like someone that you would like to do a collaboration with and and actually have it really happen. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> you guys are well above Machine Gun Kelly. Um, I think. I would love Spongebob. to have, yeah, I would love to have Spongebob, <laughs> oh my like, God. Sing, sing the lyrics to our songs, like, in key, it'd just be, it'd be the cherry on top. <laughs> it's just great. I, no, but on, on a serious note, I, I feel like there are a million guitar players I would be so stoked to have them play, like, a guitar solo on mm-hmm. one of those songs. Right. Yeah. That'd be lit. Yeah. yeah, like Brent Hines from Macedon, if he laid down a crazy, like, bluegrassy oh, kind of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. country lick over it, dude, that'd be so sick. Yeah. I bet. 
for me, like a dream producer would be Mark Ronson, probably. Okay. Because I'm, I'm really getting into more of his stuff, like especially the Amy Winehouse stuff mm-hmm. that he produced. So I really enjoy his production. Yeah. No, he's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Garden. Oh, Garden's I really want to. White and Fletcher <laughs> Shoes. <laughs> the Garden is such a cool band. Such a cool band. If we could do something with them, that'd be like top. Yeah. That'd be top tier for me. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be so cool. That'd be. I really could die cool. after that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know you guys want to have shows, shows, shows. Any other future goals? I want to record an album. Yeah, yeah. put like a full actual album out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but just gotta write it first. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's probably going to be much more involved than the EP. I mean, the EP, we kind of just conjured up the songs. Um, I don't want to say it was, like, you know, completely half-assed or whatever. But, you know, we didn't really give the songs that much thought. We just kind of wanted to put something together mm-hmm. and just get it out there yeah. so people can hear Mango Juice. And, and for what it is, it's pretty impressive. It really is. It's so good. I not appreciate to, not that. Not to toot our own horn. <laughs> no, you can toot. Yeah, I think we had, like, everything... Shout out to Mango Juice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wherever they are. We had everything written and recorded probably only three or four months after we all came together. Right. And then it took another three months after that to get it all mixed. Yeah. And album artwork finalized and get it done. Mm-hmm. Shout out JP. Like <laughs> I think... Shout out JP. We would all like to... I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone else. But I think it'd be personally cool to work with a really prestigious producer mm-hmm. yeah and make a, a rick just rubin yeah like yeah. rick rubin or something just make yeah, something yeah. very very great production wise mm-hmm. something memorable bob right. rock <laughs> he's unironically an extremely talented producer but kenny beats kenny beats kenny beats is a great producer dylan brady hunter yeah. gex because i mean you can play as many shows as you mm-hmm. as you want but after you die all that's going to be left is your legacy and your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, that's true. We can get up, we can get up there and play, but I want our music to just be as polished and as amazing as we could possibly make it. And then when we get play live, like we'll just play it the best we can, like the bar mm-hmm. band version, because mm-hmm. you know you can only have so many arms and so many mouths and so many fingers <laughs> <laughs> and legs. Shout out to. Shout out. I was going to say. all right so we all know we have to go buy the merch it'll be up on the instagram the website will be there and um make sure everybody goes follows them on the instagram um at mango juice hq yep instagram twitter Twitter. oh twitter okay that way you'll know exactly where they're going to be playing and make sure you show i personally am definitely coming to a show whether i'm allowed to or not i'll be there and, um, but is there anything else you want to let anybody know or anything before Just we finish? Appreciate you having us. No, I'm so, yeah. so happy. I'm, like I said, I heard great things about you before I even started listening to you. So, um, yeah, no, that's, I appreciate you coming and taking time out. Sure. Yeah. That's fun. Shout out Stage Mom Podcast. Shout out Stage Mom Podcast. <laughs> Shout out Mango Juice Stage Mom, Stage Mom, Mango Juice. <laughs> You guys are too funny. All right. Great. I think that. Sorry to do this again.